Hi friend. Has anyone told you that you are amazing today? You, precisely you, exactly as you are. You may be listening to this dreaming of greener pastures and a life and career where you are thriving. Or you may feel like you're thriving and craving additional growth and tools to sustain your well-being. However today finds you, we honor that and celebrate the strengths that lie within you, those that are uniquely yours and that nobody can take from you. Settle in and imagine possibilities with us. If you need a boost of inspiration, then we're especially glad you're here. Always remember, you are enough here. You are enough. Love your strengths. Hi friends, I am Clifton Strengths Coach Kyle Johan Baker, and this is Love Your Strengths. In today's episode, we're going to be talking with Emily Wall. Emily is a boundary coach empowering people pleasers to show up in their light and reclaim their energy by setting intentional boundaries. Emily's top five strengths are connectedness, input, individualization, achiever, and learner. Emily, welcome to the podcast. It's so good to have you here today. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be here. It's so great to be in conversation with you about all of this and just have the opportunity to share more. Yes. And I'm so excited to get to like have everybody learn a little bit more about what you do and also learn about how your strengths connect in with everything that you do. So I've read, I've read your bio. Tell us a little bit about like, who is Emily? Yeah, definitely. So as my bio stated, I am a boundary coach. But in addition to that, I'm a very multi-passionate person. I would say I'm highly empathetic and I just really care about making the world a better place. So part of that, my mission in business is to help you show up in your light because I believe that people who show up in their light make the world a better place. And I actually believe that the world needs you to show up in your light for success all around so that's a little mm-hmm. bit more about me mm-hmm. <laughs> don't we love that juicy goodness i mean we're obviously all about like living in your light living into your gifts that you have here so it's such a wonderful fit to have you on the show today and to continue to talk about what you do yeah thank you so much for having me i'm very excited to talk about our strengths yeah so what what strength would you like to talk about today? So today, I'd love to focus on my top strength, which is connectedness. Awesome. So to ground ourselves in connectedness, I'd love to first start by sharing the gal definition for connectedness. So for people who are exceptionally talented in connectedness, they have faith in the links of among all things. They believe that there are few coincidences and that almost every event has a meaning. So to start us off, Emily, I'd love to tell for you to tell me a little bit about what this strength means to you, how it shows up in your life. Absolutely. So I think when people think of connectedness, they think of the traditional way, connecting with others, connecting among different groups of people. And I really feel like this is instrumental in that strength. Because it provides experiences that not only allow an individual to learn more about themselves, but to learn about others and the different experiences that happen in the varied world that we live in. So 
I personally think by understanding others' experiences and connecting with others, we can not only grow individually, but grow and become more empathetic and understanding. So that's kind of the first part of connectedness that I feel people traditionally think about when they think of connectedness. There is a second part to connectedness that I have more recently been focusing on, and that's the connection that you have to yourself and your intuition. And so over the past few years, I have definitely dove deeper into that connection with myself and my intuition. And I do believe that that is a foundational part of connecting with others because you definitely can have connections with others. But when you have that connection to yourself, everything just becomes more abundant and just like thinking like lit up. Like when you are connected to yourself, it your relationships just feel more authentic and more abundant, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. Because so many people, when they think of the traditional definition of connectedness, it's about this relationship between people, things, the world. But I love this new frame or this new frame that you're exploring for yourself about the relationship that you have with yourself. So tell me, like, how does this actually like show up in the work that you do? And what's that experience like for you? Absolutely. So connection in the traditional sense obviously has shown up in my business. You know, I made it helped me figure out that I wanted to stick with coaching and start with boundary work specifically as I was making connections and learning how to run my business. But it also helped me focus in on boundary work and how. There's this myth or stereotype that I often hear that boundaries are meant to cut you off from others or meant to kind of, you know, sever those connections. But in my work, I personally don't feel that's the case at all. I actually feel that boundaries foster more connection and foster more authentic connection with others. And so my strength of connectedness definitely helps to coach people pleasers and really empathetic people on how to have boundaries, but also be in connection with others. And this process usually begins with that other part of connectedness with connecting to ourselves so that we can have those deeper connections. We, I know the old Gallup Strengths definition of connectedness, because I did this a few years ago, the test. We are all a part of something larger than ourselves is, was part of that definition. And I just really mm -hmm. feel like I connect for lack of a better term, truly with that, because like the current definition says, you know, everything happens for a reason. We're all helping each other out here. You know, there's that saying, it takes a village and it, it truly does, you know? So the more that we can understand others' experiences, in addition to understanding ourselves and how we fit into this collective, it's, it's really beneficial, not only in business, but in careers, family, relationships. And that's kind of where the boundary work was was sprung from. <laughs> yeah. No, I love hearing those relationships that you have between each of these. So I know we've talked about this word boundary several times. I'd love to hear from, love for you to expand on what boundaries are, how they're beneficial for the individual as well as for the collective community. Absolutely. So boundaries are limits, basically that you're setting not only for yourself, but in your relationships. And this 
really helps foster, like I said, authentic connection because instead of running yourself dry, like totally overextending yourself, you're able to set those boundaries so that you can show up in your best light, fully with your cup full to your relationships. So how I always think of it is I'd rather have a friendship or even a relationship with somebody who is able to show up as their, first of all, their true self, not putting on a mask, that kind of thing, but also who has energy for the relationship, not somebody who is only giving me like 2% because they're so spread thin in other areas of their life. And so that's kind of how I see boundaries intersecting with those relationships, that connectedness. Because at the end of the day, if we're not setting boundaries in our lives and quick little hint, everybody does have boundaries. It's just the level to which you are enforcing them or actually setting them. But everybody does have boundaries. And this is a really instrumental part of having healthy relationships that aren't meant to drain you. We all can think of a relationship, I'm sure, in your head right now of a relationship that drains you. And that's probably an area where you're needing some boundaries around, you know, your interactions with this specific person. Yeah, I love this. So connectedness is one is your top strength, like the last time you took the assessment. And what I think is really cool is I'm hearing you talk about connectedness is that this focus that you have within your business of working with folks around boundaries is really about fostering authentic relationships, making sure that we have the energy, that we have the mutuality between what we're doing, and we're able to connect more intentionally, effectively, because we have these boundaries. Absolutely. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. Quite honestly, I... I call myself a people pleaser in recovery. I definitely Mm -hmm. had relationships throughout my life that were draining me to the point where I was not showing up in a way that was serving me or the relationship. I was doing things that I thought the person wanted me to do. I was showing up in ways that uh, they would ask me for something and I'd drop everything to do that. And over the past few years and through this coaching practice, I've learned that's not what people want relationships to be like. You don't want somebody to feel resentment, discomfort, frustration when they see you calling on the phone or you're going to have, you're going to interact with this person. And so with going back to connectedness, I just truly believe that we are better people in general when we are showing up I call it in your true light, but without those masks or without those expectations around who I should be, but rather going back to that other part of connectedness, connecting with ourselves, with our intuition, with what feels right for us and moving through our relationships in that way. Um, I actually think it also helps you find your people, especially as a people pleaser. I was talking with somebody about this the other day. Sometimes when you learn that you've been people pleasing for so long, you might have a little bit of an identity crisis of like, oh my God, have I been like living all of my relationships based on how other people want me to act? Mm. And moving from that space and into what you truly want to do, like when you have free time, what are the things that you're doing for you? 
will help you connect with others who also share those interests or share your values and how you want to show up in this world. And so I know that was a little deep, but it's all connected to not only my strength of connectedness, but my work with boundaries and in teaching clients how to show up as this person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, Emily, like this is tough stuff that you do and stuff that not everybody is able to navigate so easily. Part of the reason that this is something that you can really claim as a strength of yours is because it sounds like as you're talking about this, like, yes, of course, it takes intentionality, it takes work. But also, this is something that you've naturally grown and attached to that works well with you. And this is something that not everybody is able to do. If you hear this and you say, Emily, how can I do this for myself? <laughs> like, it's possible that it may not or like this like area of boundaries and connectedness, like may not be one of your top strengths. But like, Emily is a person that you can go to to talk about this. Emily is somebody who is excels in this area and can be a mentor, can be a guide, can be a coach for you so that you can foster these relationships so that you can foster these boundaries to be more effective and be more authentically you in this world. Absolutely. And I love connecting with others. So feel free to send me a DM on Instagram or what have you. And I know we're going to link some stuff in the show notes. So Happy to connect with you and even just talk through your situation a little bit and see how we can best connect. It's time for you to grow in your own unique way, honoring your specific passions, gifts, and tendencies. When we work with our strengths, we find out that what's important is not what's been missing, but instead recognizing what has been here all along. Take intentional steps towards a thriving and fulfilling life by using strengths. Book your consultation call today to get a custom program put together for you and your team. So tell me, we've shared these different scenarios and ways that connectedness kind of shows up, but do you have a story of a time recently where you use connectedness as a strength in your business? Yeah, definitely. So I'll touch on both the traditional connectedness and then that connectedness with yourself. So we'll start with connection with myself is invested in each day. And that's by having a morning routine that I absolutely love and stick to. I will say that it took me a while to find a morning routine that I was like excited about because I know we hear about morning routines all the time, the waking up at 5 a.m. and what have you or meditating and that kind of stuff. But once I found a morning routine that works for me, I was like, wow, this time for daily reflection has been absolutely game-changing at enhancing my connection to myself, my connection to my wants, my desires, my needs, how I want to show up in the world. Well, that's one. Um, so connection with others. I feel like I live this out every single day, but I have a few different communities that I intentionally interact with on a daily basis that have to do not only with my boundary work, but putting myself in situations where I'm able to learn and grow and be connected to others who have different experiences than me. Like I said, I consider myself a recovering people pleaser. So spaces where I feel safe to explore myself a little bit more and practice setting boundaries and develop those boundaries in a way that allows me to show up 
fully in those relationships. So some of that looks like basic workday interactions, but some of that also looks like intentionally being a part of groups of people that not only push your limits, but allow you to show up in a way that feels safe to you. Yeah. Well, those are fun ways that you can light up that and really make it so that the strength is working for you. It's keeping you energized. And like the great thing, like one of the statements that I love is to find ways to start your day with strengths because it's so much easier to like move throughout your day if your cup is already full, if you already are excited and have like tapped into what you do best than it is to start the day from a place where you feel like you are actually ready to go to sleep again right away because you're doing work and living a life that's like, this is exhausting and I need something different. And I totally have heard you say, start your day with strengths. And as I was thinking of that example, I didn't even make the connection, but I'm so happy you did. <laughs> Gotta love those subliminal moments that I mean. like make their way in and then find that natural cadence. And I mean, that's even an example of why of like how that really works for you is that like you have adapted that approach to life and it's having this like high impact for you. Absolutely. So tell me, how do you actually like, so, I mean, we've talked about how you like personally invest in yourself through your strengths. How do you invest in connectedness as a strength and like help it to grow and improve? So I do believe that helping it to grow and improve has to do with a little bit of what I talked about, but putting yourself in situations where I, I feel like it's kind of a daily practice for me. I feel like when I am in situations where connectedness is feeling low, like let's say I'm in a group of people that I've never met before, that kind of thing, I try and ground myself in my connection to myself and then exude that out in a way that allows me to meet new people. So whether that means going up mm. to somebody who might not be talking to anybody at a party or reaching out to people on Instagram that I feel like really value align with me and starting the conversation around like let's get connected let's see like how our lives cross over and what have you so i i do feel like it is a bit of a daily practice and like you were saying i feel like i've made it a priority because it is one of my strengths and it is something that i'm pretty focused on especially through your work i feel like i've figured out how to integrate my strengths in a way that helps to foster them yeah. No, I love that. Just that daily reminder of is something that I engage with and that we keep this going. It doesn't have to be these giant, profound moments of nobody else has ever done this before, but it's through these small actions, these rhythms, these habits that we have that we can continue to invest in our strengths. Absolutely. And I, one thing I did want to add to that answer as well is I'm thinking about when I say like joining groups that you might not feel super connected to, I, like one example is joining um, coaching programs that are investing in coaching programs where you're in a space of like-minded people and you're able to foster that connectedness. And I'm thinking about some work examples as well, but really just stepping up and not only taking that leadership role, but that leadership role for yourself of like I want more than just me individually 
doing this. I want to feel connected to other people. And so sometimes that looks like engaging with people who might not, you might not see a bridge initially. So I'm thinking of a work example, but basically you could work with people who you think their work has absolutely no crossover, but there always is, always. So if you have this strength of connectedness, generally you see the world in a way that you can find that little piece of connectedness, that little bridge that really would connect two parties and potentially make not only work easier or your time together easier, but help you both grow in seeing the diversity of your experiences and how that helps to reach success. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because at its core, for folks that aren't familiar, connectedness is a relationship building theme. So it falls into that broad spectrum of relationship building themes. It's all about building connection, building connection, surprise, connectedness is about <laughs> connections. But here it's about having those relationships, having that unique way that you go about doing them. Because any, I mean, there are a lot of people who are really great at building relationships, but the way that you go about connecting, relating, bringing people in, have this special approach that leaves you feeling fulfilled, excited. It leaves you feeling a little bit energized after you have this experience. Absolutely. Yeah. And I can definitely see that. I feel like when you, in that example that I just talked about, when you make that bridge or you're able to foster that connection, you definitely feel energized. You feel like, oh my gosh, this is so great, you know? Um, and I don't know why, but the statistic about diversity is jumping into my head, but diverse teams, and I can't remember exactly what the statistic is. So I'll, I'll, Send it to you if we're going to put it in the show notes or something. But basically, diverse teams outperform non-diverse teams in every time. So the more connected we are, especially to people with different experiences than us, the more we're going to outperform others. Not that that's our only reason to be here, but it also is going to foster environments that we can show up as our true selves, not just as you know, I feel like I need to act this way. So this one's happy with me or what have you. So mm -hmm. yeah, well, I mean, because like diverse teams, it's not just or like, I mean, diverse, we're talking about in all ways, it's about our identities, it's about our strength, it's about our lived experience that we've had when we have this diverse experience, we're able to pull from and understand more perspectives. And from the strengths perspective, when we know our strengths, when we use our strengths, when our teammates know our strengths, we're able to allow others to live into who they are, be their authentic self, and do what we need to do, the, use our gifts that we have so that we can live that fulfilled, we can live that engaged life that we're looking for. Yeah, and I, I definitely see that like lived out like all the time. I feel like you definitely see that as well with your clients. Like, when we ground in our strengths and what works well for us, everybody benefits, not just us. Mm -hmm. Emily, bringing people together, building solid relationships with both ourselves and with people outside of us. Absolutely. This is, this is the stuff that lights me up, you know? <laughs> yes. So tell me, what's something you're looking forward to in your business and what's coming up for you soon? Yeah, so the first step 
I always tell people to better boundaries is to start on your own self-love journey. And this generally looks different for depending on what your situation is. But you want to feel worthy of the boundaries that you're hoping to set, which is why I've created the self-love journal challenge. It is going to be linked in the show notes um, to just remind you how capable you are. This gets you access not only to several journal prompts linked in your inbox, but it also signs you up for my weekly emails, which come out on Wednesday mornings. And I love to connect with new people. So even if you're not into getting those weekly emails, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. Like I said earlier, I'd love to connect with the listeners here. Yeah. I did the self-love journal challenge back in, I think December, or I feel like it was in December. I know that I've done it in like a previous iteration and that I really enjoyed the process of going through those prompts, getting to think and reflect on what's going on in my life. So if you're, I mean, I think we could all use a little self-love, but if you're interested in that, like I would definitely go back to the show notes, check it out, reach out to Emily and find ways that you can work together because what Emily is doing, this is a specialty that she has. It's a place where she's using her strengths so that you know that you're going to be getting the best of Emily in this and hopefully bringing out the best in you too. Oh, thank you so much. Yes, I'm I'm very excited to see where this goes. I am the self-love part of this is has been life-changing for myself and also several people that I've worked with. And I just love to share that part of it because it really is the first step. You want to be co- that connectedness to yourself so that you can start to show up in your light in other areas as well. Yay. Well, thank you so much for being here with us today, Emily. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And we will see you soon. Thank you, everybody. Have a good day. Hey, thanks for listening all the way to the end. I'm so glad that you were here investing in yourself and odds are investing in other people. It would mean the world if you take a moment to write a review and share this episode with a friend that you know would be interested in it. I want to thank my collaborators, Averson Creative, for the design work and copy to make this podcast a reality. The music is by Secret Nation. Thanks for being here today, and I hope you have a wonderful, strengths-filled day. Peace.